Hey y'all, it's Billy. And Christy. And you are listening to the 12 Days of Front Porchmas 2021 edition. And we are so glad you are with us. And here we are on the sixth day of Front, front Porchmas. Yes. Getting kicked off in words already hard. Well, it's day six. Yes, it is day six. And do you know on the sixth day of Christmas what my true love sent to me? Six lords a leaping? Nope. Oh, no. Six. Are you trying to be funny or was that just a serious guess? I, it is a guess. That's all I got. Okay. Six drummers drumming? Because I can't tell with your face <laughs> and people don't get your face oh, in the words you're they saying. They don't get my face? That's so sad. Not on the podcast. Oh. This is... Uh, so what is it? It is six geese a laying. Yep. Wouldn't have got, gotten it. So, yeah, which is kind of fitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, geese. And today we are going to talk a little bit about Christmas dinner, mm. about the foods of Christmas. I, is it weird that I immediately started salivating? <laughs> no, because I know you. Oh, man. I know you. And I'm this so is, excited. Yeah, this is probably a topic that is near and dear to our heart because... Mm-hmm. Um, we love right, to eat. <laughs> yes, we love to eat. Right or wrong, we are all about the food. Always. So we're talking about food. Food. Christmas food in yes. particular. Yes. Um, and I don't know if it'll be limited to like Christmas dinner. Are we talking about snack foods leading mm. up to it or what? We could go all over the place here yeah. for the next seven and a half minutes. Well, before we talk longer. about what the history or what we do as a family, did you have family traditions that like you guys did? Do you remember food-wise? Like food-wise, yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> I answered your question. Yes, you did. You want more of that? On, I do, Mr. Lawyer. Please give me more. Yes. Uh, the, a lot of the food growing up was very similar to Thanksgiving. Mm. And I think for Christmas and probably for Thanksgiving as well, we had turkey mm-hmm. and ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad always made rolls from scratch. So Christmas morning, you get up and you open presents. And I want to say that we typically had pancakes, but don't hold me to that on Christmas morning. Uh, But after all the Christmas gifts were opened, he would start making the rolls. Mm -hmm. And kind of much like our house, uh, if you jumped around, you could fill it in other parts of the house. (laughs) And we were told, you know, you can't do that because it'll make the rolls fall. And I miss your dad's rolls, by the way. It's a double uh, rise situation Mm. with that. And then the turkey and the ham... And outside of that, I don't remember if there were any real traditions. There was always like a potato. Yeah. Um, I don't know if dressing, I don't think dressing showed up at Christmas, but it might have. Yeah. Um, I really don't remember outside of that. And my mom's mom would make, and this wasn't necessarily just for Christmas, and I, it was like a a friendship cake or Mm. something. Okay. I don't, I think that might've been the name of it. Okay. It was kind of like a fruit cake type thing or a fruit bread, but okay. you know, so you have mm-hmm. to add to it every so often, yeah. and like every thirty days, you're baking or whatever, and it was actually delicious. So, I didn't understand people making fun of fruit cake, oh. and I don't know that I've ever had a store bought fruit cake yeah. or something else. But this, whatever my grandmother made, mm-hmm. again on that rotating basis because of the way you have to do that type of cake or bread or whatever it actually was. I thought it was delicious. I'm sad I've never gotten to experience that. That's kind of interesting because I certainly was around long enough to have been around her at Christmas time, but I don't remember getting that. Well, it's probably because she loved me more than you. Oh. 
So yeah. we can, um, my, I know my mom listens to the podcast. We can uh, ask her if she can <laughs> So when we come at it. Christmas, <laughs> I mean, at, at summertime? Uh, we, yeah, because this is something you can eat all year round. Well, I could. And it was delicious. I so love good fruitcake. So. We will. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, well, I that that goes to something I'll say in just a second. So you finish yours, and then I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Well, we're just putting my mom on notice. Yes. Because it probably takes 30 to 90 days. I don't know, because you have to have a starter with this. <laughs> So she may have to make the starter before she can start doing the mm. other. So if we put her on notice now, we might have it. Do you remember when I used to make friendship bread all the time? I do. Speaking of starter. <laughs> yes, you need to get back on that. Not not really. I mean, like to give away because yeah. we would eat it. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm already in a little bit of trouble. And as much as I've heard that Christmas calories don't count... <laughs> That is a lie. That is a lie, yes. I am living proof the of that. The scale says something different. Yes. So what about you? Any uh, Christmas food traditions? Yes. A couple that come to mind. My dad's mom, we would usually go like the week before or a few days before Christmas. And she, I don't remember the meal per se, but I remember she had this laundry room that was deep and long and it had her microwave in it and some counter space. And she would have in there all these snacks and she would make checks mix and she would make um they were white chocolate dipped ritz crackers with uh peanut butter between it that is a very long name what it, what is that really called there's probably a, there a is, name of, but yes. basically it's two ritz crackers mm-hmm. with peanut butter between them so mm-hmm. a peanut butter cracker mm-hmm. dipped in chocolate yeah tell me how that's shorter than what i said chocolate dipped <laughs> peanut butter cracker <laughs> How about that? Would that work? Better. So she did that, and she did one of my favorites, and apparently my favorite, and then I had one cousin who loved it as well, and it was fruitcake cookies. Yeah, you guys are weird. Well, it's the only fruitcake I have ever found that I like. It's not... But you just don't want you like fruitcake. Well, I meant to say cookies, but I don't don't know how to fix that in your brain. Okay. okay. You're done. So you're not really sure about fruitcake, but these fruitcake cookies. They were just divine. Okay, and what was so divine about them? I don't know. They were good. I really don't know. Um, They were (laughs) poppable. They were what? Poppable. Poppable? Like Like you just pop a couple in your mouth at a time? Well, one at a time, One at a time, because they were regular-sized cookies. She would always send them home with me. Were they like real cookies? No, they probably looked more like a lumpy oatmeal cookie with with dried fruit in it. Okay, now I know which which one you're talking about. Okay, I, I remember... Seeing those, I have tried them. Yes. That's all you'll say. That's, That's all I'm going to say. That's on this. fine. She I'm... would send them home with me and my cousin Randy. Okay. And I think my grandfather liked them as well. So that's what I remember most about dad's mom. But my mom's mom, we always did Christmas lunch with her. So we would get up early, open at our house. Mom would make some sort of breakfast like cinnamon rolls. Or my mom is really good at just trying things. So if she saw a cool recipe that sounded like it'd be good in Southern Living, she would try that for Christmas breakfast. And then we would go eat lunch at my grandmother's house. And most of the time she would have some sort of snack to get us between when we showed up at her house and lunch. I do not remember specifically, did we have something that we always had for lunch? But I just remember it always feeling warm, and I looked forward to that so much. Is that not kind of weird that, uh, particularly for Christmas, I think to some smaller extent, maybe on Thanksgiving, but for Christmas, for the big meal that you're Mm -hmm. eating together as a family, whether it's in our situation this year, it's just the four of us, Mm -hmm. or if we're with our extended family and gathering, before you eat, there's always snacks yeah. available. Yeah. It's not like a door. But I can't even say that word right hors now. Hors d'oeuvres? Yes, that one. Okay. It's, or appetizers. There we go. That's it's, better. Um, 
there's just things out there for you to snack on. Yeah. And normally we would say, hey, don't do that. You're yes. going to ruin yes. your, your supper. It is kind of strange, yeah. But here we deliberately plan yeah. snack food to help keep us nourished and keep our energy up <laughs> bef- while, we'll cook, while we are cooking and before we actually mm. commence eating. I wonder if that is not just us. I wonder if that is other family situations as well. It I, is. I bet it is. It is. I don't know about around the world, but at least in the United States. Yeah. It is that okay. type of thing. And that's kind of weird. And I didn't think about looking into any of that type of thing Mm-mm. with the snack food. So with snack food leading up to eating, and sometimes it's even after. Yeah. People continue you to graze yeah. after they've already eaten a heavy meal, after they've eaten like seven plates of dessert. Right. Because uh, with both my uh, parents' families, it was the extended families or their brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. We would all come together. And for the most part growing up, I went to both grandparents. They both lived in the same town. Mm-hmm. So we would do dinner at one or lunch at mm-hmm. one and supper at the other mm-hmm. for the most part. And you're getting a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just eat and you eat just and eat, eat yeah. with that. But you're still kind of grazing mm-hmm. after that. And that's why I said you may have seven different desserts. Yeah. Well, and my, my mom's mom was notorious for making multiple pies and a cake and all these different options because she always had a dessert table. Now, it wasn't huge, maybe like a card table size, mm-hmm. but she had it packed and it was just about anything. And you could literally go and, well, I want a little this and a little that. And, oh, she made my favorite. So I'm going to have this as well. So okay. I loved it. Well, and we talked about the last time we were able to be uh, down in Alabama for my dad's family mm-hmm. gathering. Mm. Uh, we've talked several times about some of the things and it's kind of where I rekindled or fell in love with the first time two things. My uncle Ricky brought sweet potato pie mm-hmm. and he made sure everybody there knew that he made it. <laughs> Not my aunt Renee, but that he made it. Mm-hmm. And that was the best pie that you've ever had. <laughs> and up to that point, that was the best sweet potato pie that I'd ever had. Uh-oh. Because that's the only one I remember. Oh. I know I've had it elsewhere, but you know, Uncle Ricky, I know he probably doesn't listen. Mine's way better. Ooh. And then also, I remember that day, too. I ate like six pieces of my Aunt Rita's carrot cake. Well, that is your favorite. So don't tell anybody. Well, they know. I feel like we've actually talked about that I know. We have talked about those type things. So with that, too, uh, do you have... And this is uh, the first Porchies... We haven't really done a Porchies ponder uh, for this, but we were asking people to to respond. Is there a snack food? Mm-hmm. So let us know, do you have a favorite Christmas Day snack food or even leading up? Because mm-hmm. we'll make some things yes. this week leading yes. up to Christmas. So what are some of the things that stand out to you or things that you think you're definitely going to make? Well, I already have in my head I want to make those chocolate-dipped pretzels. Like, we've already got the pretzel rods, and so I want to make that, and we'll decorate the the portion once the chocolate dries. I also think that we'll probably make a some sort of a cookie. I've got a couple of recipes in mind. Maybe I'll make both of them. I don't really know. And uh, I feel like we'll make... I feel like there's a pie we'll probably make this oh, week. Okay. I, I may be making that up, but I feel like there may be something else. We do tend to... When we have the time, we tend to make a lot of sweets around Christmas. Yeah, it, it's almost like all the rules go out the window. <laughs> For sure. And our kids will graze all day yes. and we'll be fine. Yes. You know? So, yeah, sometimes we make Chex Mix. We've uh-huh. already made one batch of that uh-huh. in the Muddy Buddies and mm-hmm. it's all gone. So I don't know if we'll make another <laughs> batch of that. I don't know that you really ate much of it. I really didn't. And you're the reason we made it. Yeah. I, and by we, I mean I made it. Yeah. Uh, so we might do th- that again. Uh, also, last year we tried this popcorn recipe, yeah. 
using bagged kettle corn. Mm-hmm. So I guess you get a head ju- head start on that. But it's uh, like white chocolate, chocolate and peppermint, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of other things on it. It's very simple. Yeah, yeah. To do, uh, and it it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big <laughs> mint and chocolate no. person. So, but every once in a while you get a bite of that, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's kind of refreshing, and that's weird to say in this context. <laughs> Uh, so we'll probably do that. Uh, we'll probably make some peanut brittle. Yeah. And again, I don't know why we need all these sweets. We just and we're just to. gonna do it. Yeah. And I've already been thinking about some cookies, so I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna pull back out of the cookie world <laughs> and let you do that <laughs> because you know recently in cleaning up, I discovered we have a container of cookie cutters. Yes. And a lot of them are Christmas themed. Yes. So I was thinking, oh, well, I don't know what kind of cookies you make for that sugar cookies, yeah. I guess. And then you decorate. So that's what I thought. But we don't need 17 different types of cookies. No. So I will I will bow out of that one. Okay. And let you and bring the cut cutters up for you. <laughs> no. I can't remember. I've got to go back and look at my recipes to know if it makes sense to use cutters. So we'll see. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Christmas meal. And you talked about with your grandparents or your family going, you only talked about the dessert aspect of yeah. it. So was there something that you had at, that you remember? What was your, tradi- growing up, a traditional Christie family I don't meal? think there was something that we always had, although I have a memory of honey-baked ham, um, which is probably where I developed my taste for it, because you know that I do love that. And that may, that would make sense, yeah. because for years and years, when we did Christmas uh, at our house, we did honey-baked ham. And I am not a f- big fan of honey-baked no. ham. No, you do it at Easter just to make we me We do happy. it at Easter because you really like it. And I think before we switched, and we will talk about our traditions later on, uh, that we used to do that, honey-baked mm-hmm. ham, yeah. for Christmas. That's the only. That's the only thing I can really remember, but um, I don't. I, I don't. There's just nothing that jumps out at me as far as like we always did it this way and always did this particular food. So sorry. Okay. And when did you eat? Probably after, probably around one. Okay. And is that weird that on Christmas Day we push the <laughs> we push dinner slash lunch. <laughs> dinner in my family, lunch in your family. What we call it. That's why I'm saying yeah. it that way. We push it back a little bit. Because normally we would eat around noon, but oh, nope, it's Christmas. We're going to eat at one. Yeah, I assume part of it is because of the grazing, and then the other part of it is is likely that we need just a little bit more time so we can open presents and everything. But as and you a little might, bit more time to prep. Yes, and as you might remember, if we happen to do Christmas at my aunt's house, then it was going to be more like we're told at one, but it'll be like 2, 2.30, maybe 3. Yes, I do. Yes. And they were not the appropriate snacks for no. me. No. <laughs> There, no, there she might not. have like olives and pickles and crackers. That was not, yes. <laughs> like, no, no, no. It was not, yes. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> so uh, one little bit I did find looking up on the interwebs with some things, and this was more difficult than I expected it to be. Okay. Because some of the articles that looked by the title, maybe mm. the first paragraph were behind a paywall, mm. and I wasn't going to register or pay just to read one article. No, no, no. For, you know, 12 minutes. Yeah. And, uh Others were in a uh, slideshow format that I had to click through. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like one of them I thought, oh, this would be interesting. It was like the top Christmas food from all 50 states. Yeah. So I pulled up the first one and uh, it said Alabama. And it mentioned something that I'd never heard of anybody that I know in Alabama eating. (laughs) Alabama is a very diverse state. Sure. 
Probably like every other Top to bottom. (laughs) And, you know, we watch some of these shows, cooking shows, and I'm like, I've never even heard of that. Right. How can it be the, you know, the thing that the state's known for? (laughs) Uh, Even where other places we've lived or seen, there's always that debate. But so there, the one there was like, no way. There is no way that is an addict. Do you remember what it was? uh, I can't even think of the word now. Uh, I do. I do. Oh. I do. So. Uh, but anyway, so I, I did find some things. Well, I don't want to say it because somebody's going to be listening like, we always have that, and it's wonderful. I'm like, nobody I know has. It has something to do with, like, crescent rolls. Okay. So that's what it was. When and has like, that ever stopped you before? I This is a new kind of oh, general me. Oh, boy. Okay. What I'm, were you finding I'm as far as meat? Leaf. How about that? Let's go I didn't, that way. I didn't go that far oh. with that. But I did find something. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I did. Okay. Well, then you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I found goose, turkey, glazed ham and those were like the top three as far as American family style meals for Christmas and I feel like I may be making this up but in my head I was thinking I've heard of families doing duck but that may not be right either but I've heard of families doing goose okay the Christmas goose yes yeah yeah. and you typically is they're easier to find in stores around Christmas Mm. and I think it used to be primarily that the goose was what people did at Christmas mm-hmm. because turkeys weren't as plentiful sure. and had to do something with maybe raising them or hygiene or some of the conditions with oh. that. And then later on, turkeys overtook the goose. Okay. But those were the top three that I found. That's what I would tend to, yeah. to, to think. I hear a lot of people about Christmas goose. I don't know anybody. Yeah, I do know somebody that actually has, but not like anybody close. Turkey and ham. Is what I say. I did see something that said uh, country ham. Mm. I didn't. I didn't know about that. It said country ham or some other type of ham. I can't pronounce, which is basically <laughs> regular ham. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Country ham is very salty. Yes. So I guess if you had the right side dishes. Sure. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I love a good good country ham for like breakfast with some biscuits. <laughs> Uh, I did find some things that looked about Christmas traditions around the world. Okay. About the meal. And it said that this can take place, the Christmas meal can take place anytime uh, the, from the evening of Christmas Eve mm-hmm. to the evening of Christmas Day itself. Okay. And that some of these, there's a lot of tradition involved. Other times, it may be some sort of religious aspect of why the food was chosen. Other times, it was just food. Uh, what I found very interesting, and we'll jump to this one first, is that, do you know what the most popular Christmas dish in Japan is? I do. Because you just looked it up? I, well, I just found it. Okay. I tripped upon it. It's KFC. It is KFC. Did you notice that they have to order like two months out because they're so popular in Japan? Yes. Uh, This article I found says Japanese Christmas cake, a white sponge cake covered with cream and decorated with strawberries, is often consumed. Uh, And stolen cake, stolen cake, Uh I don't know, is uh, it's either imported or made locally. It's widely available. And in the 1970s, there is a successful uh, advertising campaign by KFC. Around Christmas. Okay. And they're like, hey, you should eat KFC for Christmas. Okay. And it's become a national custom. This article <laughs> says the chicken meals are so popular during uh, the Christmas season, stores take reservations month, months in it. advance. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? 
Now, I would say this too. Um, back in the seventies, and I don't remember much of the seventies. <laughs> I, I was only alive during half of it. I was going to say. Uh, but back in the day, KFC had some chicken. Yeah. Okay. Now we've been a few times the past year or so. No. It's a little petite now. Yeah. The price is way uh, more. It's not petite. It's not. That's right. The price is not petite, and the chicken is is much more petite than it used to be. <laughs> so. But yeah, I, that probably was one of the most interesting things to me that I saw is that in JF, yeah, JFC, KFC <laughs> is very popular for Christmas in Japan. I saw a lot of countries that do some version of fish that they really built tradition around that. I even saw in Poland that that traditionally is a no meat day. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. But they still have lots of food, and it's just that that's just part of their tradition. There's this dish that they make in France that I've seen before. I would totally love to try it, but I don't know that I'm quite as um, talented in the kitchen. And I'm probably not going to say it quite right, although I feel like I've heard it somewhere. Bouche de Noël. Um, it's this. It, it's a rolled chocolate cake with a filling inside that. It Kind of makes me think it's like chocolate on chocolate. On it looks chocolate. like a jelly roll type yes, thing. Yes, but it's yes. chocolate cake rather than white cake. And I'm very fascinated. Of course, I just love chocolate, so it would be an easy win for me. But I don't think I'm quite that good. But they eat a lot of oysters and foie gras, so that they're really rich and heavy on that day. But I guess I would have thought France did that regularly. Yeah, you probably need that cake. And that sponge to sh- soak up all that richness <laughs> yes. in there. Uh, I found that India, a variety of foods, uh, including something I don't know how to pronounce, it's made with chicken or mutton. Okay. Uh, c- there's curry. Mm. It's followed by cake okay. or sweets with okay. that. Hmm. Uh, some of them will have pork and beef dishes. Okay. Pork vindaloo mm. is pretty popular. I'm not sure I've ever had that. I think I bought it at a like a Whole Foods or something like that and had it like in a TV dinner style and really okay. liked it. I think it was a little warm for my taste, but I enjoyed the flavor. Uh, Lebanon, the feast is usually on both the night of the 24th and the 25th mm-hmm. is a big one. That's something I can get behind <laughs> when you're feasting on the 24th and the 25th. Yeah, absolutely. Family get together, families get together at both meals. Some have the leftovers from the dinner prior at the lunch next day. Traditional offering for Christmas is sugar-coated almonds. Roast turkey is the most common choice of meat. Roast duck, Lebanese salad, and pastries such as honey cake are common. Mm. Um, And some of them do use some of like the Western-style decorations and things, poinsettias, community Christmas tree, Christmas lightings, those type of things. I can't stop salivating. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, you need to ask your mom about this sometime, about Christmas dinner in the Philippines. I saw that. I, I don't know how to, to say some of these, but it's uh, it, this one custom is held towards midnight of the 24th of December. Mm-hmm. Whole, whole family uh, comes together. Cured leg of pork mm. is normally what is there. There's also uh, something... It's usually served with queso de bola, literally a ball of cheese covered in red wax. <laughs> and I apologize if I did not say that word correctly. Um, there's dinners normally accompanied by hot cocoa. Mm. Uh, with that, uh, it's, let's see, some of them do a spit roasted pig. Mm. 
There may be a stuffed chicken, roast turkey, beef stew, a spicy beef stew, mm. uh, paella. We should try to make paella sometime. We should. We should. Did you did you see something? I saw you looking at your device over there. Yeah. Um, what I found for the Philippines was this really interesting, it's got a picture of it, but it's this interesting, it's called a delicacy, puto bumbong. I think I'm saying it somewhat close. It's a glutinous mixture of black and white rice that appears purple. Rice is soaked in salt water overnight, then inserted into a tube of bamboo and steamed and served with butter, butter, sugar, and shredded coconut. It doesn't really sound like my taste, but I would totally Mm -hmm. try it. I think it would be interesting. And they serve it with roast suckling pig as well as a Christmas ham. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's interesting that some of the countries serve multiple meats mm-hmm. together. I also found several that leading up to the Christmas meal, there's a fast. Oh, maybe that's what we should which do. Which I'm not really sure if that's like for religious purposes, for mm-hmm. cultural purposes. In our case, it would probably be to prepare for gorging ourselves yes, purposes. Yes, yes. In Austria, Christmas Eve is the celebration of the end of the pre-Christmas fast. Ah, Uh, Christmas Eve is historically the day that the trees decorated and lit with real candles. Uh, Christmas Day, there's a national holiday. Most people spend the day feasting with their family. Uh, Fried carp is on their menu. Okay. I didn't really think you could eat carp or that it didn't (laughs) taste good. That's what I've heard. I've never tried it, but fried, fried carp. Christmas biscuits are also eaten. I'm thinking that biscuits here is like a cookie. Sure. Or a dessert type thing, not like... When, what I hear and think of as biscuits. Yeah. Uh, with that. Well, you'd be happy also, in Australia. They serve shrimp. Oh, I could. I might be able to get behind that. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be hard for me to change my traditions. I mean, if I was there, I would embrace their yes, traditions. Yes, but yes, yes. Just to, to do it. Czech Republic traditional Christmas meal is fried carp and potato salad. Fried carp and potato uh, salad. That is eating okay. the Christmas dinner on the evening of Christmas Eve on the 24th. It is often accompanied by fish soup prepared from carp leftovers, meaning like the head and the bones. Yeah. Uh, and they have some sort of Christmas biscuits, again, more like a cookie. Yeah, I love fish, that. but anytime I hear about fish soup from other cultures, it just does not sound appealing to me. It doesn't to me either, but I'm willing to try it. I would try it, but it just does not sound all that interesting. In Denmark, the traditional Christmas meal is served on the 24th of December, and it consists, according to one study... Of duck, which represented 66% of households that were surveyed. Roast pork with cracklings was 43%. Turkey was 8%. And goose was 7%. All that adds up to over 100% because (laughs) most families had more than one type of meat for Christmas dinner. And that meat is served with boiled potatoes. Okay. Sometimes caramelized, sometimes roasted, but some sort of potato, red cabbage, and gravy. Cooper would be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, their dessert that they have in Denmark is a rice pudding. I love rice pudding. Yeah, you do. The rest of you don't as much as you should, but <laughs> I may have to make some rice pudding this week. But rice pudding served with cherry sauce or strawberry sauce, often with a whole almond hidden inside. The lucky finder of the almond is pr- entitled to an extra present, oh. the almond gift. Oh. So I wonder if that's kind of like hiding a baby in the king cake. <laughs> or a pickle in the tree. Yeah. We're going to have to come back and look into that one yeah. here. Finland, there's fish involved again. Mm-hmm. There's Christmas ham, which is eaten with mustard or bread, hmm. along with other dishes. 
Uh, fish is often served, and often lutefisk. Uh, what I remember uh, about lutefisk uh, is uh, from King of the Hill when Bobby Hill, Bobby <laughs> ate so much of it, he got sick for like days <laughs> on end. I don't think uh, that's one of those dishes you're supposed to eat a lot of. I could be wrong. Now, in Germany, the primary Christmas dishes are roast goose and roast carp. Again, with the carp. carp. And all I can think about with carp is, is it like the Japanese carp down at Big Springs? Oh, that, you know, hopefully not. I know somebody I can ask about eating roast carp or any carp. Okay. And they're, they're probably going to confirm okay. that, yeah, it's nasty. So uh, we'll do it. But in Germany, primary Christmas dishes are roast goose, roast carp, although suckling pig or duck may also be served. Typical side dish includes roast potatoes and various forms of cabbage. Mm. Uh, which I would expect nothing else from that. Yeah. Uh, in some regions, the Christmas dinner is traditionally served on Christmas Day rather than Christmas Eve. In this case, dinner on Christmas Eve is a simpler affair consisting of sausages and potato salad. <laughs> Simple. I guess it'd be simpler to cook. Yes. But it'd still be really heavy, I would think. Yes. Uh, sweets and Christmas pastries are all but obligatory. Okay. And include marzipan, spice bars, several types of bread for areas, fruit cakes, fruited breads, uh, which I'm not even going to attempt to uh, say uh, correctly on this. Uh, I know somebody that we, again, that we need to ask about this idea. Yeah. My dad spent a couple of years stationed in Germany Yeah. Uh, when he was in the army. So we need to ask him if he was there over Christmas and, yeah. and did this. And, you know, none of these things I know he's eaten, but. Let's... Yeah. He kind of developed a taste for German food while he was there. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So what I kept noticing, which was really intriguing to me, is there's a number of countries, including a few Eastern European countries, that have they place great significance on the number twelve because of the twelve apostles. And uh, in Lithuania, for example, they have twelve different dishes at their meal, so it represents the twelve apostles of Christ. But they also do a lot of herring salads. Listen to this: herring salad, herring salad, like fish salad. Yes, herring with beets, herring with carrots, herring with apples. Okay. <laughs> I'm catching a theme here. Yes, yes. I have no interest in that, but I recognize that, okay, maybe I'm just not cool enough to enjoy something like that. Maybe not. <laughs> in Iceland, Christmas dinner is eaten on Christmas Eve at 1800 hours. Precisely. That's what it says according to this article. I like Which it. is going to be six o'clock. Okay. Main dish varies between families. Most common is a type of steak. Oh. Uh, a gammon steak. Never heard it's of that. It's a hind leg of a pork after it's been cured by dry salting or brining. And it may or may not be spoked. So it, it says steak, but it's basically a pork dish. Other common dishes are roast game, such as reindeer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess when Santa lands on your roof, boom, <laughs> now we've got Christmas dinner. That's what it's doing uh, there. Uh, smoked lamb and then fowl, duck, turkey are, are occasionally eaten there. Um, Ireland. Preparations for Christmas dinner begin on Christmas Eve. People will boil the gammon and may start to prepare their vegetables. The Irish Christmas dinner uh, is eaten normally between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. on Christmas Day. Okay. They have turkey, ham, Brussels sprouts, roast mm. potatoes, stuffing, various vegetables. Uh, the older tradition that's still followed by many people in Ireland is to serve a duck or goose at Christmas. I could get behind some of these type yeah. of things. Here's yeah. something with... Typically served with stuffing. That's a no for me, dog. Uh, but gravy. I, I'm about gravy. Pigs in a blanket. Okay. Cranberry sauce or red currant jelly. Bread sauce, roast potatoes, vegetables. 
What, do you have something else? I, I see you. Well, you mentioned uh, reindeer. Greenland does reindeer and whale meat on Christmas, and they basically are going to also create. I, I'm not. I'm going to try to say the name. It's probably not going to be right. Uh, Kivik. It's another popular dish. It's made of meat, fat, blood herbs and berries and then it's okay. wrapped up preserved by freezing and then they uh, eat it after like I guess on the day so they prepare it in advance so it's it's unique <laughs> all right traditionally in Portugal the family gets together around the table on Christmas Eve to eat boiled dry dried salted cod okay. accompanied by boiled cabbage or greens uh, varying with what they have in the garden okay. that's left over boiled potatoes boiled onions boiled eggs chickpeas Sometimes there's a simple dressing made with onions, garlic, or parsley. The meal is accompanied by generous amounts of olive oil. Oh. Sometimes they have a turkey or pork that's served for lunch on the 25th. With that, here's one, Romania. Romanian food served during the holidays is a large multi-course meal. I can get behind that. Yeah. Consists of pork. And in parentheses of this article, it says organs, muscles, and fat. So I think thinking you're eating all of it. <laughs> okay, let's let's make sure we uh, use that animal. In Montenegro, they are they've got a couple of different traditions, but they're very religious there. Though the most religious will fast up to forty days. This is what made me think of it because you mentioned the fasting forty days leading up to Christmas. Now I don't really have the explanation of that meaning. I don't know if they break the fast each night or something right. like that. But they do fast for forty days up to Christmas. But uh, many of the people just fast on Christmas Eve. But when they break the fast, their dinner is meatless and dairy free. Okay. And mostly they're eating beans, fish, and potatoes. And they do have a particular dish, katya, um, honey, poppy seeds, raisins, chopped nuts. And it's meant to symbolize unity. And then they make a dumpling that's similar to a pierogi, which I don't know that I would have known what a pierogi was before we moved to the Midwest. Yeah, probably right. Uh, the Swedish Christmas dinner often consists of five or more courses. Mm. Yeah, I, you, it piqued your interest right there, didn't it? Yeah. You want to know, oh, let's do that one. The first yeah. three courses is a variety of uh, fish. Usually different types of pickled herring and salmon, smoked there salmon, eaten with boiled potatoes or crisp bread and lutefisk. Okay. <laughs> the fourth is cold cuts of meat, with the Christmas ham being the most important. Smoked sausages, head cheese, applesauce, and something mm -hmm. I'm not even going to attempt to say are also common. The fifth course consists of warm dishes such as meatballs, small fried sausages, uh, and... Um, Again, something else I don't know how. I'm not even going to. It's a casserole made of potatoes, onions, pickled sprouts, breadcrumbs, and cream. Finally, a cheese plate and dessert plate is served. The most common, rice pudding. There we go. With a whole almond hidden inside. Would you eat head cheese? I would try it, yeah. Okay. All right. I've seen it made on TV. Uh, yes. I would try it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, mm, I don't know. I don't know. When you know how the sausage is made, so to speak. I've made sausage before. Yes, you have. And I still, you still ate it. Head cheese, though. Yeah, head cheese. That I don't know. That is very different. <laughs> yes. Uh, Christmas dinner in the United Kingdom, usually eaten between 1 and 4 p.m. Now, you got to give me a time. It's normally eaten yeah. between 1 and 4 p.m. on Christmas Day. But don't tell me to show up at 1 <laughs> and that's going to eat at like 3.30, yeah, 4 no, no, o'clock. Because no. no. I, I have to be prepared for that. you got to prepare yourself. If your you're like, oh, it. you know, we're going to eat about 1. About one means like one to one o five, not two thirty. 
So I, I assume this is just the range, and it's not like, oh, we'll just figure out when we eat when we eat. Uh, their dinner consists mostly of roast turkey, stuffing, gravy, often pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket, very popular mm-hmm. around the world for Christmas. Cranberry sauce, red currant jelly, bread sauce, um, which I don't really remember what that is. Bread sauce is a British warm or cold sauce made with milk, which is thickened with breadcrumbs, typically eaten with roast chicken, also turkey. See, in the UK, they also have roast vegetables, roast potatoes, Brussels sprouts are popular, parsnips, cauliflower, Christmas desserts, or plum pudding. Um, eventually, they added in turkey. In medieval England, wild boar okay. was very popular with that. We can get into some history stuff later. Do you have another one that you want to No, no. Uh, one that else that I saw uh, in Mexico. In Mexico, traditional Christmas dinner is a shared event, which is celebrated on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the location being set by a family, the host usually contributes the bulk of the decorations, food, dinnerware. Guests are expected to show up with a side, di- a side dish, a dessert, a beverage, those type of things. Uh, traditional foods vary by the region, which makes sense. I think mm-hmm. most countries would be that way. Uh, but one that is very popular is tamales yes. for Christmas, yes. which I think there are even parts of the United States yes. that there are Christmas tamales. And yes. I remember listening to a podcast and reading some, like I think Mississippi, oh. parts of Mississippi, they, they have tamales for Christmas. Okay. And I've only had tried a tamale once, mm-hmm. and it was bad. Yeah, I am Granted, confident we've not had a good one. it was from the school cafeteria. <laughs> so I didn't have high hopes, <laughs> even though people told me they were good. So I need to try them somewhere else. So maybe it's maybe we should try that for Christmas, like in addition to other things we do. Sure, sure, sure. So, well, that's, uh, that's a lot. There's, there's plenty of more. Sure. Plenty of more. That makes a lot of well, sense, Billy. I was following you. Uh, there's uh, several other countries I have up here. Uh, in Brazil, the Christmas meal is quite a feast, served in the evening of the 24th, offering large quantities of food. I like that. Includes roast turkey, fresh vegetables, luscious fruits, mm. and Brazil nuts. Okay. <laughs> Accompanying these bowls are colorful rice and platters filled with ham, fresh salads. Sometimes a cold potato salad is also served. Okay. <laughs> Uh, some parts of Brazil have roast pork or chicken, uh, lemon tarts, nut pies, chocolate cake. Lots of good stuff here. Well, and we didn't even talk about gingerbread houses, which is fine because I, I don't know that I really consider that food, although I think people do eat it. and But most of the time I think of it in terms of you make it, like it's more of a craft. <laughs> right. And I, I did read that where it's kind of confusing about which came first, the mm. gingerbread house or Hansel and Gretel. Was it a literary invention or was it something that was already going on? I Yeah, that's the same thing I'm seeing. We just know that it really popped up around the 17th century, but it's kind of one of those things that there are bits and pieces of it that make sense. But when you know more about Hansel and Gretel, you go, oh, okay. That You could see either way. You could see that it was already created and the Brothers Grimm used it or they created it and we used it to create something. Right. So. I don't know that I would want to eat a gingerbread house. That's what I was thinking. After like, somebody's put it together. And I love gingerbread, and... but that does not sound very good to me. Yeah. I also like ginger snaps. And I think my grandmother used to make ginger snaps at Christmas. It's amazing what our grandparents did, particularly for us, yeah. food-wise, mm-hmm. that has influenced us some 30, 40 years later. Yeah, I think that's 
right. And as we age too, there are certain memories that come back, I think, that yeah. increase like, oh, I don't remember liking this, but I did. We're going to have that, and yeah. I'm going to love it. Yeah. You're going to love it too. <laughs> so, yes. All right, so here's the, the second Portuguese ponder for this. What do you do? What's your favorite Christmas dish or what kind of things do you traditionally have for Christmas? And uh, we'll come back. We do have an episode plan of the 12 days of Front Portsmouth 2021 where we'll talk about some of our Christmas traditions, yeah. and that will include our meal. But if you so inclined to let us know what you do. I mean, some people don't do traditional stuff any, at all. Yeah. They may just have chili. Yes. Or tamales, which would be traditional yeah. in some places. But, you know. What's your tradition? Yes, that's what it is. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. What do you do? Yeah. And some people might be like, it's just another day or whatever. I yeah. feel like fixing that day. Yeah. Well, that's the way it is in China. They really don't celebrate Christmas, but they do have a tradition that they give out apples. So, which would make sense. They're not a, a Christian nation. That's okay. not really of interest to them. But um, they do somehow celebrate it. They give out apples, out apples like Halloween. Like we give out candy at Halloween. Do you I, have to go to somebody's house or do they just? <laughs> that part I don't know. Uh, I just thought that was really Is that really their form intriguing. of caroling that somebody <laughs> just shows up at your house and, oh, and hands you an apple us. and heaven then walks us. off? Well, I don't really know, but I think that uh, is certainly yeah. a possibility. Okay. I don't know. Way to leave us wondering there. Well, I'm trying to get back to it. There it is. Uh, not too many holiday traditions, but they during the holidays, many stores in China sell apples wrapped in colorful paper, decorated with red ribbons or pictures of Santa Claus, and they're given as Christmas gifts, even though they don't celebrate Christmas. Interesting, huh? That is very interesting. So there we go. And maybe we'll come back to that because we do have something else planned that that might fit into it, might okay. not. I okay. don't really know. Uh, but all this talk about food has made me hungry. Mm -hmm. So I am going to go find something to eat. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what the listeners are going to do. I'm probably going to follow you into the kitchen. Uh, but I would say that you should come back here tomorrow to listen to what we have to say about the seventh day of Front Porchmas 2021. But that will be on the morrow. Yes. And until then, this is, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the sixth day of Front Porchmas. See ya.